0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: There's a new dating app. And I got to tell you guys, this new dating app, it tells me that we don't want to truly live and learn. We don't want to do it. I think that because of social media and apps and the creation of apps, it's actually in the dating game made us lazy. It's made us lazy. I'm dead serious when I say that. Listen to this headline from Fox 11 in Los Angeles. Dating app requires users to have credit score, Of 675 or above to join. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? A new app called Score is a dating app for people with good credit that requires users to have a score of 675 and above to join. This is ridiculous. This is insane. This does not spell love This is ridiculous to me. And look, people out there may say, "Well, what's the matter?" You want information that you're going to about people that you're going to going to come in contact with. Of course. But is it a part of dating getting to know people organically? I don't want to have to go on an app to try to see somebody or meet somebody because of their credit score. Like, so let's just say somebody doesn't have a good credit score. Does that mean that they're not worthy of love, your love? They're not a good person? They're not a good eligible bachelor or bachelorette for love? I'm not discriminatory like that. Like, this is insane to me. This is just lazy to me. Dating, if this is where we are in terms of dating, then just throw out the dating book. Because this is stupid. No, I'm dead serious. And If anybody wants to react, 651-461-9226. You like this,
3: don't you? (laughs) I I think it's so funny because you can get on. And then guess what? Your credit card can go to hell. Then what? You start with a 750, and if your credit score goes down to like 625, you boot it out. Like I, like, and I, that's another thing. Credit scores can go down. Yeah, they they can. It's and up. It, they can go up and they can go down. It, it is ridiculous that this is. Uh, and to me, the the credit report is such an outdated ancillary way to judge somebody anyway. But that's a completely different subject.
2: No, but it is. No, no. But this is on topic. That is a great uh, a topic and a subject uh, because th- this is that's not a true way that you evaluate a person. No, I, th- this is for the this person's got they, they've got a 750 credit score. But you know what? They're they're abusive.
3: Or they make twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking at somebody's credit score then you're looking at something superficial and you're looking at the monetary, you know, what can you get from this person? I don't know. Maybe you don't want to get connected with somebody that's got financial difficulties, but we we, get that. We've all had financial issues. But isn't that part of the learning process? Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. And, and you know, if you're like, well, I don't want to get involved with somebody who, you know, has got a, Forty-five percent debt-to-income ratio. I I don't know. I don't want to get involved in somebody like that. It's like that's part. That's part. That's part of the get-to-know-you process. That's part
2: of the get-to-know-you process. That's part of the weeding-out process. Mm-hmm. That's not something
3: that you necessarily need to know on the front end. Like no, no, nobody. There are some things that I feel when you're dating. Some people are embarrassed to talk about, and money is one of those. Yep. Money is something that people are kind of very insecure about.
2: Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. Two, two, if you'd like to weigh in and react to the story or to this app, if you think it's a good thing or if you think it's something that's rather dumb, because I believe it's dumb. I, I don't think that a new dating app that, that evaluates or makes you eligible based on your, sc- uh, your credit score— I just think it's stupid.
1: There's so many
2: there's so many intangibles in life with regards to dating mm-hmm. that this the credit score, I'm not saying that you should not be concerned about somebody with bad credit, but I don't think that this is something that you that you even think about on the front end. No, like when you, you walk you into does. a bar, the first thing you're the first thing you're going to ask is not going to be what the person does for a living. You're not going to do that. Like, you'll look and you'll look around the bar, the restaurant, whatever. You may be attracted to somebody, whatever. You might want to offer up to buy somebody a drink. You'll make the casual conversation. It'll come up eventually. Well, what do you do for a living and all that stuff? But think about that. In your first conversation, in the first night, or the first few dates, you're not going to ask somebody. How dare you ask what the credit score is? That's ridiculous. I would... And I, and I don't have bad credit, but I would run from somebody that would that would ask me that question the same way that I would never go to a church where the preacher or pastor says for me to bring my taxes. I would run from that church if if the reverend or the pastor asked me for my my taxes. I'd be like I'm not coming to your church for that. There's I, that's a, that's not negotiable. 651 461 9226. Let's go to Jeff in Salt Rapids. What's up, Jeff?
1: Hey, Henry. Yeah, well, I got a good story for you. All right. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> I hope you think I've always got good stories. Yeah, but, I love uh, it. <laughs> as it turned out, uh, uh, she became my third wife uh, at age – I was 50, I don't know, one or two, something like that. Okay. Uh, she's 14 years younger, but um, – Dating. Always been a big pain in the butt. Whether you go to bars, you know, you get misinterpreted. Women don't like going to bars anymore so you get hit on. You know, as it turns out. uh, Wait, hold on. Talk about
2: about Jeff. Jeff. Women don't like going to bars getting hit on? What's going on?
1: That's what it seems like around here anyway. Live a little. I know. I know. But, you know, anyway, uh, so she's a bank teller and, uh, well, i uh, i was a customer there and we flirted back and forth and pretty soon i was at the drive up window one day and she slipped me her phone number and you dirty we doll. And, uh we dated and got married in 2012 but get to your point of the uh uh credit score uh a fine woman uh she was a widow uh, she seemed to make the same mistake twice finding a guy older than her, but her first husband died of a heart attack. Mm. And unfortunately at the same time, or within a year or two, the company she was working for went out of business. So she was just kind of in a bad way. Still had her house. Um, banks don't pay a lot, you know, for tellers. Um, if the criteria had been a uh, credit score, it wouldn't would but and and but the point is why make uh, th- to your point why make a credit score your criteria yep. for crying out loud yep she's a fine hard working woman uh does look uh, well i couldn't be happier and uh uh I don't really I'm so happy give a damn what her credit score is. <laughs>
2: Jeff, I'm so I'm so darn happy for you, my man. I'm dead serious, man. First off, you gotta keep her. She threw hey, hold on, you are a player player. Because she slipped you that number in the drive-thru. I love everything about that story. But this is the thing. Like, like we, talk, we talk about happiness, right? Because it's all about being happy and you want to love somebody. Right. What does that have right. to do with a credit score? What does that have to Nothing. do with how much money that a person makes? Like, none of that to me actually matters. Because you know what I know for a fact? I know that there are some, some people with a lot of money, with great credit yep. scores, that are terrible human beings. Terrible human beings. So I don't want to be any part of that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, ironically, in spite of her being uh, quite a bit younger than me, she ran into some significant health issues a couple of years ago and hasn't been able to work. And uh, me, because of the age difference, I retired. Yep. And I was fortunate enough to be able to retire comfortably. Yep. Yep. And I have... Absolutely no. uh What do you want to say? No regrets. Um, no, no regrets, and I have absolutely no interest in what her financial contribution uh, may or may not be to the household. Because you know, I told You're you i take care of it. In the, uh, yeah, told yeah. you i take care of it. in her vows. I'm going to take care of it. And well, if I don't buy a new truck as often as I used to, well, that's so okay. be it.
2: So be it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Jeff. Jeff is a good man. I, I love hearing from Jeff in Sark Rapids. I love when he – because he gives a contribution to the show. He just he just doesn't call with some outlandish or ridiculous t- – I, I love when he calls in. 651-461-9226. Let's go to Graham
4: in Woodbury. What's up, Graham? Hey, my friend. Uh, long time no talk. Um, yeah, Woodbury.
2: Yes, thank you so much. How you um, doing, man?
4: The- Oh, look, I've been around a bit. I went back to New Zealand twice, and then I went to British Columbia for about four months and realized that I wasn't... I got divorced two years ago, and I realized that uh, after going back to New Zealand a couple of times, I realized that I was an American, you know. I, I was more settled here, so I came back here.
2: Okay, I got you. Well, I it, welcome back.
4: Got a good job down. Thanks very much. Um, And I've been zoned in on this uh, political scene and uh, goodness me I mean, there's no way people should vote Trump then um, it's he's such a, he's such a fickle dangerous person Oh, I hear you hey did, did, uh, did you have
2: anything on, on this new on this new dating app hello
4: no, I, no I, I didn't have the radio on. I'm sorry. Oh, OK. Um, OK. All right. Well, 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 thanks for the phone I, call. I really just wanted to talk about um, Trump. Um, yeah,
2: but we're, we're not on I that. I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for the phone. We'll, 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 we'll talk about Trump later. That's not the topic at hand. Um, I appreciate the phone call from Graham because Graham was a good caller. Uh, we're just not we're not we're not talking about Donald Trump at this particular moment. Uh, 651-461-9226.
3: Yeah, I think that goes back to what we were talking about with the the Democratic election and and what happened in New York last night.
2: Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More Lake Show next.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: First off, close circuit to Graham, love you. Not trying to diss Graham. Love Graham. Graham calling in from Woodbury. But the one I had to cut the phone call short, number one, we had to go to a break. Secondly, that the topic wasn't Trump, so I had to and I know that we have a little bit of wiggle room when it's close or whatever, but we haven't talked about Trump necessarily tonight. At, we haven't ta- We haven't had a Trump topic at all tonight. So it just didn't fit with the segment that we were doing about a dating app. So I, I didn't want to be confusing and jumping all around with people and all that. So, so Graham, please call in, um, you know, again. But I, 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 I just – it didn't fit what we were talking about here at the time. And I know that there can be a delay with, you know, the app and online and all that stuff, whatever. But we haven't been talking about Trump at all tonight. And then secondly – let me get to this in the text line from the 612. Love your show, which I appreciate. But I've never heard of a church that wants your taxes. That is a thing. um. And if you do a Google search, you'll see like, you'll probably see like some Reddit threads and stuff like that, whatever. Th- this is the deal. A lot of times you'll see it with the mega churches. And, and I'm, I'm being honest with you. Like some of these big time preachers, they get into doing that stuff. They want, like, I think Creflo Dollar was one of them. That if you're going to go to his church, he won't see your taxes. And and you may say, well, what? Because they wanted some pastors want to be about. Well, you got to tithe this much. You got to give 10, percent or you got to, which I just don't. I don't adhere to that.
3: Yeah, tithe, tithing. I don't was hear a big that. thing when I was growing up. Yeah. That's what we heard all the time. Is
2: you got to give a certain. I don't. Yeah. Let me be clear on this, okay? Because people, I'm never going to be one that's going to push religion on people. You, you, everybody's got a life to live. Okay. I'm not going to push my religious beliefs on people or any of that. I just I don't think that that's fair, and that's how I'm not trying to operate my show. Do I believe? Yes. I got a faith in God. I pray every day. Okay. Do I go to church all the time? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't think that I have to go to church to be a believer in 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 God and all that. I'm not I'm not anti church. I you know, I'll go every so often, but I don't think it's look, there are people that are living in sin and they go to church every single Sunday. Oh, I'm 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 living right. You know you sin in twenty four seven, so, so knock it off. My point is this. I don't believe in the percentage thing, I don't know if you've ever heard that, Chris. The whole like you got to give a certain percent. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. yeah I've, I I've believe it. that people give what they can give. I believe that they give. You should be able to give. If a person walks into a church and they can give twenty dollars on that day, then give twenty dollars. If they yeah. give ten, give ten. If they can give a hundred, and it means nothing. It, it, Give a give what you can give, but to to think that a person has to walk into a church on a Sunday and they got to give ten percent of.
3: Stop! I, I ain't trying to hear that. Man. I feel it, I'm it, not trying to hear that. Give what you're comfortable giving. You know, if I know well, where, pe- where does the where is it in the Bible
2: that requires me to give ten percent of my income to the church?
3: It yeah, I must have missed that passage. I must have missed that. To me, you know, when I was growing up and they'd pass around the offering plate, people, some people would put it in their, some members of the church would have special church envelopes that were personal to them. My mom and stepdad had it. Some people didn't. And some people could put their money in the envelope and some people could just put a dollar bill or five or whatever and it, it didn't matter. I mean, we, I feel like somewhere along the way, we've just missed the goodwill. And, you know, faith is not about a place, right? I, I think that's where people are, like you were saying, Henry, oh, yeah, I go to church every Sunday. Well, okay, but at the end of the day, what does that mean? Doesn't mean anything. It just means you're going to a location. Yep.
2: It, it means nothing.
3: It means nothing.
2: We it's, used to have the joke back in the day about the people that would go to the strip club or go to the club and they party all night Saturday mm-hmm. and then they and then they and then they, they wake up on oh, they don't even wake up, but they on Sunday, they will uh just go to church and try to act holier than now. Like stop it, knock it off. You're yeah. just drinking Hennessy and shaking your booty like three hours ago.
3: Well and I think
2: when not to say that that's a bad thing.
3: No, no. I'm. I'm. Hey, you know, everybody's got their life, and to to think that everybody's living a pristine lifestyle twenty four seven, that is not happening. Like we, we all have our sins. We all have our warts.
2: Yep, we all got stuff.
3: We all got stuff. And I'm. I'm. I think back to being in a smaller town, and when you're in a small town. And you go to church, you know exactly who everybody is. Because you can look and you can say, I know exactly what you're about. I can know exactly what you're about. Just because you're wearing a shirt and tie. Just because you're wearing a dress. I know exactly who you are. And I know how you act. And I know how you think. But again, if you go to church, there's this perception that you are viewed as a better person even though the actions might not necessarily back that up.
2: All right. So real quick from the six five one text line, uh, it says giving away ten percent does not mean it has to go to the church, food shelf, the homeless, animal shelters. The church will prefer you give it to them, but the ten percent can be given to anyone or any cause. I, I, I appreciate the text, love the contribution to the show, but I don't care about a percentage. I guess is the point that I want to make. Like. Where are we at with this ten percent that you have to give away ten percent, whether it's to the church, to an animal shelter, to the? Whole, I don't. It's just I, like an
3: arbitrary number.
2: I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't abide by that. If 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 if, if, a, if a person um is capable of giving ten percent, more power to them. If a person is capable of giving twenty percent, if a person's wealthy and they give away half, like I applaud. Who is it? Um. Uh Bezos' ex, McKenzie, um, I can't remember oh, yeah. her. she she she's giving her all this money, right? Like she's she's got more money than she'll ever be able to McKenzie Scott. Yes, I love that. But I guess my point is is like I'm not I'm never gonna be stuck on percentages. There are gonna be there are days where I will give to um a non profit. There are days where I will give to a homeless person if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm if I'm part um or not part, but stopped. At a stoplight, and they got a sign, and I'll go into my wallet and I'll put, pull out a couple dollars. If I'm walking downtown Minneapolis, I see somebody, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I'll give. But this, but this, yeah. And and and, and I, I get what you're saying. They're saying ten percent is arbitrary. What I'm saying to you is, and it says most mo, most churches base on ten yeah. percent. I'm saying I'm not doing that, and I don't in my world. I'm not accepting a certain percentage being told to me what should be given. Like sometimes in your heart, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yep. In all seriousness, have you ever in your life given the last dollar you had? No. I have. Have you? No. 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 I have not. No no, no, no. no. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Hold, hold on. Let me clarify. Okay. I'm not saying the last dollar that you have in your in your <laughs> in your bank account. I'm talking about like on you.
3: Oh, like in my wallet. I'm, tell, like a I'm talking about like
2: bill. money on you. I'm not talking about like 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 uh, like. Okay, you yeah. have no money in the world on planet. Or, okay, no, that's, yeah. that's not what I'm, I'm talking about. Have because I've I've done that so yeah, times. Yeah, I, I what, have, what, I have. Yeah. Because you know you know what to me it, it just it's the right thing to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I to me it's it's all about feel too. It's like how do I feel about this individual? How do I feel about this situation? Cause I feel like I'm going to be more comfortable giving to a situation that I believe is legitimate and that is going to go towards a good cause. And, I mean, th- there are times where, you know, we keep going back to the 10%. I think that's an unwritten, like, that, that's just one of those unwritten rules, right? Like, 10%, it's like, that's your baseline but at the end of the day, it, to me it's more about the action and the meaning behind that. Yep. So that's that's what I think about. I think about the meaning and what are you doing with it more so than it's it's just an actual number. If it's two percent, three percent, you know, if it's a whatever it is, yep, it's it's about contributing. And not to the everybody bigger picture. can give ten percent. Not everybody man. can and, and you know what? That's okay. If you can give a dollar, you can give fifty cents, whatever you have to help pay it forward, to me, that's what means the most.
2: Yep. All right, coming up next, the last look at the weather with the meteorologist Paul Douglas. they coming up next. Are we being too harsh on Tony Romo as an NFL analyst? We get to that next year on The Lake Show. Tony Romo, just what, five years ago, roughly, five or six, everybody was talking about Tony Romo was the man. In the booth, National Football League as an analyst. Well, right now, Tony Romo is uh, hes getting a lot of grief. This headline from Awful Announcing, is it time for CBS to move on from Tony Romo? Tony Romo? Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't tweet out a couple times some criticisms of Tony Romo over the weekend during the game, because I absolutely 100% did. There were a couple things he said that flat out I was like, what? What? But to think that Tony Romo should all of a sudden be out of a job? Like that's, I think that's taken a, taking it a little bit too far. They say after his Super Bowl performance that left critics emboldened, is it time for CBS to plan an exit strategy for Tony Romo? The answer to that is no. Tony Romo should not be fired. Tony R- Romo should not be removed from the booth. I what I think is I think that we should ease up with talking about Tony Romo is the best or greatest ever. Because I actually I don't I don't think right now when we talk about analysts, I think that we have overrated Tony Romo. We clearly are overrating Greg Olsen. I like Greg Olson. I don't think that Greg Olson's all that. But I guess I don't think there's any analyst right now, like one particular analyst, that is just all that in a bag of chips. You know who I think is really good at breaking down the game? I think that the guys on ESPN, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, and Ryan Clark are really good. Although Ryan Clark's contract is up. And there's a question about whether he's going to remain. If ESPN lets him go, they... <laughs> It's Not a mistake. A g- that massive mistake. Big mistake. Massive mistake. But they 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 took Phil Sims out of the booth. I thought that that was a mistake. So remember how they took Phil Sims out of the booth? They replaced him with Tony Romo. And now Phil Sims is in New York with JB and the crew? Yeah, he's doing and, the studio show. And then this awful announcing thing, they said, well, maybe they should, maybe they should slide Tony Romo into what you're gonna do that every couple of years? Like let it be man Tony Romo's fine but he
3: he came in so quick yeah no no one's gonna be perfect no I I mean I think everybody loved him at first because he was able to look at a formation and it was Romo damus right like he he was able to tell us exactly what was going on and I mean once you reach a certain height like all people want to do is cut you down and it is I will never criticize a broadcaster. Because I know how hard it is. like, And I couldn't even imagine the amount of work that goes in with w- the level that they're at. Like, that is a tough job to do what they do. I will never sit here and say, Joe Buck sucks. Troy Aikman sucks. Tony Romo sucks. Greg Olson's. Some guys are better than others, but it is a hard, hard job.
4: Yeah,
2: I just... It's not. It's not super easy to do. We Mm-mm. get all of that,
3: and you're scrutinized by everybody, and some people who have never cracked open a microphone.
2: And there's going to be, and there's going to be great games you call, and then there's going to be games where you're just, you don't, you're off. Did what, did I think he did a terrible job on the Super Bowl? No, no. Did I think that he did a great job? No. I mean, he was fine. He was fine. Yeah. But, but some people were kind of frustrated with him at the end and the whole thing with Jim Nance. Let, let's go ahead and, and play that so everybody can kind of hear it uh, for themselves.
3: He moved to the second quarter. That's right, because I can only few people out there being like, what's going on? First and goal. Mahomes. It's session. there!
0: Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special.
3: We talked about he was saving all day. He's got a fake to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his won Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. When Michael Jordan wins it again.
2: All right so 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 just to so we're clear here um Tony Romo in my opinion he got caught up in the moment now he clearly made a mistake he he stepped on Jim Nance's touchdown call that's that that's the moment where Jim Nance he he it's it's his he's the one that takes it and he goes on and that's what gets played over and over and over again till the end of time. That was Jim Nance's last Super Bowl cuz Jim Nance is about to I think I think he said that this was going to be his last Super Bowl this is it, because, yeah. because it goes to a different network so that's his last one. So because b- by the time he gets back to CBS he's not going to be the lead guy. So that was a mistake on Tony Romo's part. Now now I do want to say this. I'm going to I'm going to defend Tony Romo just a little bit cuz clearly he he jumped the gun, and he made a mistake. This is what I think happened, okay? And you can tell me what you think about this, Chris. Jim Nance paused for a second, mm-hmm. and I think Tony Romo actually got kind of confused there, and he jumped in. Now, we, we know it's not a regular play like it's the end of the year that won the entire championship. But I think he got a little bit – let's play it one more time. We don't have to play the whole thing, but, but but let's play the part where we hear Jim Nance, and then he pauses, and then Tony Romo, he does jump in when he should not have jumped in. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the end. See, he, he he jumped into. Uh, Nance was not done. So now I get it. People are, but think about this: the average American doesn't follow broadcasting to even know that. Yeah, like the average person, like the Swifty that just started watching the NFL they this have, year, they have no, they idea. Have no, idea, no idea that Romo made a mistake there. And look, we're in the industry. We know about that. Am I offended by it? Was I crying for Jim Nance? No. I'm not, I'm not like, I don't feel like personally we got to start attacking Tony Romo, but do, do, I, do we think that his run is over as an analyst? Of course
3: not. No, I feel like somebody needed to tell Tony Romo, like, this is something he should know going in that at the end of the game, after Jim Nance has set the stage, you let it breathe. That's what they Of it. Let it breathe. And when you're in this in, in this line of work, you listen for tone. You listen for nuances. You listen for the pitch of somebody's voice. And you just tell when there's a natural in and you get in and you know where you can possibly get in and continue the conversation. That was the only problem I had with Tony Romo. I In terms of what he does during the game, I I'm not gonna get that bent out of shape. It's not that deep. But at the end of a game for a Super Bowl that high, not even the fact that it's Jim Nance's last Super Bowl, the very fact that whatever is going to happen is going to be dramatic and you've got the video that is going to tell the story. Like you don't have to even on radio, I listened to Kevin Harlan's call. They let it breathe. And I feel like that was just a mistake. And that's the producer. I, I will put it on them as well to let them know hey, when we get to this point, be in his ear. When we get to this point, Jim's going to make the call and we're going to let it breathe.
2: That's something that should, he, he should have been coached up on.
3: That's something yeah. that he should have been coached up on. So I'm not going to put it on Tony Roma. Would you get caught up in the excitement? Yes. What I absolutely. But that's just him not being a seasoned broadcaster either. He's only been doing this for a handful of years. And he pretty much jumped right out of the NFL and into the broadcast booth. So, again, did he make a mistake? That is a huge faux pas in broadcasting. But I'm not putting that all on on Tony Romo. But, we hey, we got to rip on somebody, right? Rip on Romo. Rip on Romo. Well, you know, sit in Tony Romo's seat and see if it's easy. It's you know. not.
2: Yeah. All right. 651 461 9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Wrap up the show next. All right. Final couple minutes here on the show. Thanks for listening. To those that listened, actually, I appreciate all those that listened. I don't know what this texter is rambling about with Biden classified documents. They could easily go back to last week when the news broke about the report on Joe Biden and how I railed on Joe Biden mm-hmm. about the documents. You didn't go to the podcast. No one talked about Trump tonight. No one talked about classified documents at all. No. So you rambling on the tax line is just that. Have fun.
3: The only politics we you hear talk- what you want to hear. Some yeah.
2: people just hear what they want to hear.
3: The only thing we talked about was that special election that happened in New York last night, like for, for that, George
2: Santos seat. for
3: George Santos to like that. That was it.
2: The texture doesn't care about that, and we. And look, um, Graham and Woodbury wanted to talk mm-hmm. about Trump. We didn't talk about Trump. No, no not tonight. A, 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 and a, we appreciate Graham, but this texture that's rambling on about classified. Doc, no one's talked yeah. about classified documents tonight.
3: Long time since we talked to Graham, but yeah, that was kind of that was kind of weird. You, you, I mean, stay on topic, stay on topic. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Cause sometimes we can, you know, things might come in a little bit late on the text line. We're like, okay, I can, I can understand where, you know, they're talking about something that we had talked about earlier and you know, whatnot, but yeah, then I, it's, it's just, cause then it kind of catches us off guard or at least it'll catch me. And then I'm like, when did we talk about this or, you know, because sometimes like we'll get, te- we'll see text messages, but it'll be regarding something that Jason had talked about or something that Chad had talked about, or, you know, Adam and, and Jordan. And I'm like, that wasn't on our topic sheet tonight. So I'm not sure exactly where I'm supposed to piece it because I mean, we know what happens on those shows, but as you know, to say that I know every minute of what's going on on, those shows, I—I I mean, I—I I don't.
2: But it's just—it's just insane. And so now, this—this—this texture, this, this, this texture this texter is asking me like a, a yes or no question. Texture. Let me be clear here. Let me be clear. So we're all clear here. I talk about what I want to talk about on the show. I dictate what happens. You don't. Let's be clear about that. You don't dictate responses from me. Sorry. I know that you're not going to want to hear that. That's the reality of this situation. I talk, you listen. If you want to to talk and you want me to listen, 651. 461 9226 you are because your number comes up frequently you are keyboard warrior call the show to be clear i'm not going to text you again ever call the show and talk to me keyboard warrior please I want to hear you ramble on the air instead of mashing your keyboard. Call the show when we get to topics of Trump, when we get to topics of classified documents. Call in. We take everybody's calls. I'll give you the number one last time. You know it well because you're texting away. 651. Four six one nine two two six. We prefer calls, actually. My gosh! Answer me, yes or no? It's not how it works, buddy. Sorry, sorry. It's not how it works. Sorry. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night at six p.m.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy.